From the creators of Relevant Magazine, this is The Relevant Podcast. It's Wednesday, August 15th, 2018, and it's The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me in our Orlando studio, our illustrious producer, my brother, Chandler Strang. Hello. Over there on the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. Today, joining us from New York City, author, speaker, podcaster, Annie <laughs> F. Downs. Good morning, gents. And filling in the fourth seat. Back in black, big cat, Eddie Koffeltz from yes. Gainesville, Florida. It feels good to be home. Thank you so much, Cameron. Nice to talk to you. Man, it is exciting to see you, Eddie. Yes, it is really nice to chat it's, with it's you all. It's like you never left, Eddie. I mean, we, you know, yeah. I, I feel like we haven't missed the beat, though. It is very nice to have you back in yes. the saddle. And Agreed. I feel like, can I ask you this, too? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have things been happening in the last couple of weeks? Because you were last on what? Is it? Has it been like four weeks now? Three weeks. I think I that's about it. It really is as yeah. though like they canceled your favorite show and then they just put it back on a, three weeks later. And they, like, added, and they added a nephew or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing's really they changed. Remixed the theme song and added yeah. a nephew. But yes, it has changed because you're not in Orlando, so we you're you're not sitting right by Cameron for people's theater of the minds, as Cameron says. No, that's uh, yeah, that's that is a little bit strange. I am in my house, and uh, we we have moved to Gainesville, and it has been quite a move, you guys. Um, quite a move. I would say some of the high points: fighting with the garbage men, um, what the the sewer backing up into what, our home. Did they oh. flame anything at you? Because they have a lot of weapons at their disposal. Why have you been fighting with the? Yeah, why have you been fighting with the garbage man? Why would that even happen? Yeah. What? Well, for first of all, I, I want to just say for all of our uh, garbage listeners, <laughs> well, that didn't come out right. But all the nope. people, <laughs> nope. Let's try In again. I'd like industry. to say to all, <laughs> all the people that collect garbage, listeners. it is a it a very respectable <laughs> and lovely career. However, the garbage well. people in our neighborhood are very snobby. And if you go a little bit over one can, oh, they're not picking it up. Or if you don't use the special yellow bags that you can only buy at Publix, if you have to go over that one it's can, they're not picking it up. And I'm telling you, there has been so much trash from moving that I cannot, I, my garage is just filled with boxes and trash and I cannot get them to pick it up. So I went out there and I was like, can you guys just take this? And they're like, no, sir, there's rules and regulations. And I just said, listen, I was on a podcast three weeks ago. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of me. I don't want to drop the, do you know who I am card, but here it is out of the back pocket. So take, take my pile of garbage that isn't even camp. The problem is Eddie, Eddie doesn't just flaunt the rules. He literally doesn't use trash trash cans in his house. He just throws garbage in the vicinity of the curb and expects expects someone else to clean it up. That's right. It's just blowing like tumbleweeds down the street of our lovely new neighborhood. And you can't understand um, why people are unhappy. I get it. Yeah, those coffelses are here. We knew we knew this there was not going to happen. Literally, yes, the sewage has been backing up into your house, and you've only lived there for a minute, so it's actually technically not your own uh, sewage. Right. Point. So never say that again, Annie. Uh, just as a rule, because That's we can't. That's just science, I, bud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it definitely. So it was like day two of the house, and the I'm not going to get into all the specifics of why it happened but all of a sudden uh i'm like running around the house i'm like girls do 
you not leave your room? <laughs> and they all stayed in their room. And I'm like mm. throwing towels down on the floor to keep anything from touching the carpet. And was it coming it out was, of the toilets into the house? Oof. It was coming out of, and I don't know how to say this gently, every orifice of the house. <laughs> oh, no. I've had this as well. Oh, Cause gosh. when I moved into my house that I'm Oof. renovating, I, it had sat empty for 15 years. And yeah. among the first days that we were there, things that went down the toilet came up in the bathtub. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh. And, no. Yeah. Multiple right, bathtubs right. as a surprise, you know? And so, because yeah, it all goes into one, one pipe. pipe and if that pipe is clogged out at the street level, it's coming back somewhere. So yeah, yeah I've had, and <laughs> I know ours had only been vacant for 200 days. Uh, I cannot imagine 15 a 15 years. year vacancy yeah, oh, it, it, oh, man. and an eight year old putting things into the, pipe. Yeah. you know, I mean, it's just, it was a whole <laughs> lovely welcome to the neighborhood. Yeah. Well, wow. well, Eddie, we're, so, we're, we're glad to have you back, man. I'm sure there's been multiple thanks, times in the last couple of weeks where something where you've observed something funny or you had uh, an interesting take <laughs> on something in, in, in culture and you just had to internalize it <laughs> no because outlet, yeah. because no one cared to listen. <laughs> Twitter, his right. Twitter has man, been I on like, fire. I mean, like he that's his outlet. He can't yeah. podcast it. He's going to tweet and he's been tweeting up a storm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tweeting, tweeting a little bit, yeah, and also every morning at the breakfast table, I'm just like um, <laughs> an interesting study lately. Uh, CNN just put this. Millennials more likely to take the bus. You guys hear about this? Okay, so here's what happened. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I've been bus. yeah at night when Bree and I just pour a glass of wine and I start to workshop some voices and characters that I think are going to be really funny. So it's nice to Eddie, have. How is she nice feeling about have... law school so far? Oh man, she's doing. She's with her people, and she's doing what, a great yeah. job. What it is type of law is she going to practice? Well, I have been praying to my God that she moves towards maritime <laughs> law, Jesse, so that we get our questions answered finally. <laughs> because right. as far as I know, the field is wide open. Yeah. Like I yeah. think the first. I don't think there's. I don't. You know, she might be. She's getting on the ground floor of this. Surprisingly, you speaking know? of yeah. ground floor, yeah. I think she should maybe get into property law because Jesse <laughs> has a very compelling argument that if your feet aren't touching the ground. Yep. You are not bound by it's called sky law. It's called it's sky called law. Sky law. I'm, not, right. I'm not on planet earth anymore. So, right. you know, the, she here's my concern. Take a class on sky law. She, she at least needs okay. to cover it. No, no, but here's my concern mm-hmm. about sky law. Cause as Cameron says, my, I have a theory that if you commit a crime while airborne, you are outside this jurid- this jurisdiction of any government, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you're not on planet Earth. <laughs> so if you jump up in the air, really watch that word. Yeah, yeah. like a, like a jump kick <laughs> is technically not assault. Like this it's is just literally not. the most insane thing about you, which is saying <laughs> it's, so much. Jesse. It's, it's it's just not. I mean, it's science, but. You know, here's where I'm concerned about this whole Space Force thing. I don't know if you guys heard about this, yeah. uh, Eddie. Oh, I'm into it. You know, I'm 100 you know, percent into the, it. The, the the White House has announced plans for a, a sixth branch of the military called the Space Force. Now, technically, every I, little boy's dream come true. I, technically, I would be in their well, jurisdiction at that literally. point, and yeah. that's where things get gray. So, I don't want to be. I don't want to. I don't want to tango with the with the Space Force here. Yeah, because so the question really is, where does Ground Force stop and Space Force Force start, Jesse. Thank you. you. Aren't you? If you were to be constricted by that, aren't Jesse. you currently constricted by the Air Force? Oh, oh, right. Is the Air Force in between Ground Force and Space Force? Also, I don't get the need for Space Force because the Air Force currently has thirty thousand personnel completely or focused on space protection. I mean, it is. Yeah. Do you know, under what, Cameron? The, this is the first time in my life I have thought that Air Force covered the air <laughs> when you put it in that category. And also, if this is our naming convention, Air Force, Space Force, why isn't the you know Army Ground Force, and why isn't right. the Coast Guard 
water force. Water force. Yeah. yeah. The Navy. Point. The Navy should the be Navy. water force. The Navy would be water force. And the Coast Guard the would be shore force. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Air Force, Space Force. There's water a lot force, of things that, that I would just say this, and I don't think I'm going. Walking I don't think I'm going force. out on a limb here saying this. I don't think a lot of things were thought through with this Space Force. Thing. <laughs> I don't mean to get political, but it sounds like what you know, yeah. Just, what happens to the thirty thousand Air Force, you know, uh, you know, yeah. personnel who are who are currently working on the space protection issues? I mean, Air. now you're just part of the Space Force. I mean, like I don't know. I, yeah. It's not necessary. And I, I just want to interject here and say that we have nothing but respect for our dear leader and uh, doing, doing a great but job. But here's the other thing, too. It's like what? the leader yeah, of the Space Force. I have, Which one? I have, I have uh, about Darth Vader. I have a lot of family in the military. I, I have uh, a cousin who's about to leave on another deployment in the army. Like I, I have a, you know, the, the one thing I know, physical training is big. It's huge. You know, you got to you got to be in shape when you're in the military. Yeah. The Space Force, do you still have physical training requirements? Because from what I understand, because I listened to like an interview about it the other day, and they were saying that, you know, let's, we have to get out of people's minds that this is people like in spacesuits armed with lasers, right? Like <laughs> that's, that's what we're all picturing, right? That, right. no, the, the Space Force is right. just people sitting at desk on laptops looking at like, uh, you know, radar around satellites and stuff. Mm-hmm. So do they have to go through like the same boot camp and everything? Because I don't think they're going to have to use those skills in the Space Jesse, Force. Jesse, I'd like to respond with a few things. One, how disappointed is most of your family in you that they are <laughs> serving in our military and you, Write listicles I and make jokes. Yeah. <laughs> they're all like officers and stuff too. Yeah. Oh, they're proud. They're very proud of, of this of this show. Like, we're all serving. Like, we're like, all what, serving yeah. the greater good here, Eddie. Yeah. 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 One of them's in, in Kuwait. The other one is here making jokes about the space force and, and yeah. lasers. So and I, and I feel like this. I feel like the space force is kind of the baseball of the forces because like you can still be a fairly fat guy and get away with being a decent hitter in baseball. Yeah. I feel like if they can just get you in the ship up there, you're going to be you're on a level playing field with like, you know, Mr. CrossFit or whatever. I was gonna, you know, yeah, really, yeah. That feels like extreme, Eddie. That feels like an extreme thought. If you can wedge yourself uh, in. It's absolutely correct. It'll take you where you got to go. You don't need to be physically fit to and, sit. And the other thing, too, is like physical fitness. OK, like how do you measure physical fitness by like speed, by by strength, uh, strength you know, yeah. like those are the Stamina. measurables. Ever seen those yeah. pictures of people walking on the moon? I don't care who you are. You're jumping like 12 feet. And you're not moving very fast. Okay? Yeah, you're fine. It cancels it all out. It doesn't matter. Like, as long as you can no, hop. I think astronauts have to do, like, some literal body training to be astronauts, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I no, mean, yeah. Body, they, 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 do what, they have to do one exercise. We I love all how Cameron says, yeah, of course. Like, no. Hey, listen, like as a kid, like oh, as, no, yeah, as a kid who grew up dreaming of going to space camp, I mean, like, and I'm, I, I live 30 miles away from Kennedy Space Center. Yes, astronauts go through rigorous training to become astronauts. I mean, your body goes through so much with the G forces and you have to have a ton of strength and stamina to be able to with, withstand the rigors of outer space. I, I'm going to, I'm going to respectfully disagree and say there's one workout that you have to do. And that's strapping into that thing that spins around yep. really fast while your cheeks shake. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only exercise. Like they want to make sure that your cheeks are going to fly off your face. There's a lot of weak cheeked. If you're weak cheeked, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't try it's with the space force. Cause they're going to fly right off when they strap you in that thing. You got to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some pliable cheeks. 
<laughs> That's why Gary Sinise didn't make uh, it in Apollo yeah, 13. Yeah, flew right off his face. That scene, but he just couldn't, he couldn't handle it. He looked like the Joker right? afterwards. It was horrific. <laughs> <laughs> why so serious? Yeah, well, the, the cheeks got ripped off in the G-Force uh, machine. So yeah. I feel like I wow. haven't missed much. I'm back in the saddle. We're, we're here. <laughs> well, we have, well, we have a great show in store for you today. Coming up later, we talked to Always, one of our favorite indie rock bands. They have a great new yeah. album out. They're also featured in the current issue of Relevant. But uh, we talked to them later. Um, yeah, and also, I put this in the bio, but they were just named to the uh, Polaris Prize shortlist for this year for that album. Like, they're oh. going up against, like, Daniel Caesar. The Polaris Prize is a big deal in, like, you know, indie cred circles, you know? Absolutely. And now they're making, mm-hmm. you know, their case on the Relevant podcast. Yeah, exactly. So let's hear it. It better be a strong one. Bring it. <laughs> Cameron, will you talk to us about what snack you're having right now? I'm eating a protein bar because um, it's a... Um, uh, Quest Hero protein bar, 10 grams of fiber. He's training. Uh, 16 it's a, grams it's a of protein. training meal is what you're saying. It is my breakfast. Yes. I just sure. got done at the gym for two hours because Hood to Coast is <gasps> next week. So wait, wow. you were, wait, <laughs> you're <laughs> cramming for the Hood to Coast. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I love the strategy. I love <laughs> I'm it. absolutely I love cramming. It. All nighters from now. Two hours the, in the morning, yes, an hour in the, the evening, morning. every day, two a days from now until Portland. Absolutely. Wait, I'm sorry. You're doing two hour, two a days. Two yeah. hours in the morning, an hour at night. Yep. And most of them are in that machine that spins them around real fast. <laughs> and makes the cheeks flap He's, really hard. Yeah, yeah it's... Yeah, yeah I'm... Uh, t- I mean, this morning I ran my furthest distance. Now, granted, my furthest distance isn't the distance of my shortest leg of the race, but I'm getting better I and know. I feel better. <laughs> oh, but last no. week I went to the doctor. I got checked out. I got an inhaler because I, I have, you know, asthma and stuff. Today was the first day I ran with the inhaler, inhaler and it was life-changing. It was so different. Oh, wow. I mean, at the end of the run, I was exhausted, but I could breathe, which was incredible. I haven't felt that yet. So it was, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic, but yeah. yeah, I'm cramming. You have been optimistic for just months. Because hey, can he, you speak because into this some people in his life are speaking life and encouragement while others are sowing seeds of doubt yeah. and the power <laughs> hey, of the I tongue. I donated to the cause. I'm in. I believe in Cameron Strang. Hey, have you donated to my page yet, Annie? Yes, I you did. did. Have oh, you okay. looked? No, I haven't looked yet. I'm sorry. Yes, I already gave. You can go look. I even you, I never show my real name and I showed my real name so that you and our friends would know that I genuinely believe in you. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I, I officially put it up. I'm a procrastinator. I kind of do things last minute. About a week before the race, I finally put my donation page up. I got to raise $10,000 in a week, people. And in a week, I have to get completely ready to physically do this 20 mile race. So um, help help me. So um, we're trying to raise money for clean water projects. Well, well I, I got to say, I might I've changed my tune. I think I was an early naysayer that you'll never make it. Um, well, I mean that you'll make it, but you'll be injured. <laughs> I think you're I think you're going to just break records. Like what I think kind this of, is I feel like you're mocking Give us a few re- record examples. Speed, speed and endurance. Anything that any other athlete would do. Like he's he's not Space Force. He's Air <laughs> Force. Fun, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like he's going to do great and he's ready. He's just had a protein bar, bar and two I'm hours repping, the gym. I'm repping for all the middle-aged dads out there who've never run in their life. So I'm yeah. their champion right now. I'm the people's champion. Well, most of a lot of those dads train. You're repping for all the dads who just decide this week. Hey, let's yep, do something yep. crazy this week. This is like that movie and where Mark Wahlberg tries out for the Philadelphia Eagles. And makes it. <laughs> in, in mm-hmm. Just like that. Just I'm like trying that. to do. I'm, I, re- I legitimately am terrified. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, the only people are asking me like, why in the world are you mm-hmm. doing it? And it's literally just because it's for a good cause. We're trying to raise 
each of us are trying to raise $10,000 for clean water in South Sudan. And that's it. That's the only reason why I'm doing this. So if people can support me, that would mean a lot. And a lot of people will have their lives changed. So help me out. Um, and I hopefully, hopefully I don't die. So I'm, I'm legitimately scared. I mean, it's really, it's of a 200 death? mile real, real You're scared. Yeah. Tell us, t- dig, dig deeper. What's the fear? Yeah. Uh, it's a 200 mile relay race over 24 hours. I've never run further than three miles in my life. And that was this morning. And well, how long is so, the leg though? Uh, anywhere between <laughs> three and a half and five and a half miles, give or take. Oh. And they're separated by like eight hours though. So it's like, you can't really sleep in between. It's just, it's an endurance. It's Why not? Like, eight hours is long enough. Well, to you're sleep. in a van oh. with a lot of other people. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, smelly in there. I, I, it's a psychological endurance challenge. It's like, it's a physical endurance challenge. And it's, it's apparently the people have but done it. But you've got your like, inhaler. I have my inhaler and I have my shoes and I have my braces and I'm trying. Have you I'm, factored in elevation? No, we started because at 6,000 feet. So yeah, it's when you're really, and you're training it, yeah. at basically sea level, right? Now. Yeah. I know. And so I think you need one of those cool Bane masks that people are working <laughs> out in now. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do. Is there one he I'm can wear when he's running run. that makes it feel like uh, sea level? No, it's the opposite. I mean, like, it's going to be very oh, thin man. air with no humidity. And I'm running at zero, you know, sea level, it, zero feet above sea level. And at 100%, 80% humidity. But you've seen those Bane masks, right? That you can train in. And it like <laughs> yeah, and the last thing I need to do, awesome. being without uh, my inhaler hilarious. being prone to asthma, the last thing I need to do is restrict airflow. You know, I've basically been running with I one of those. I think you need right? a Bane mask and I think you need that tape just all over you, especially your hands, like, like trying, boxing gloves. It would look awesome. <laughs> I'll do, I will do whatever Cameron, it takes. Cameron, can I say an honest thing though? Knowing you and knowing your personality, an honest thing I really think you're going to like is going to be your success or failure point. Okay. Okay, can we be honest? Yeah, please. Pace, pacing. Yeah. Because normally you're a... Uh, the gate. You, For those few <laughs> seconds of glory, you're winning. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. It's a, usually... Eddie, I'm going to cut you off here. This is terrible advice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cameron, have you ever, have you ever run any other race? <laughs> no. Okay. There's like, you know, thousands of people. If you sprint out from the pack right out of the, the, the gate for those few seconds, you're winning and there's no feeling like it in the world. So you know? get everyone picture, passes get you because you cramp yep. up horribly because it's an awful endurance strategy, but it's a feeling of pure exhilaration for those moments. Pain is temporary, but glory lasts forever. Right. Thank that picture moves on my wall Thank forever. You. Chandler's still on the show. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while. Yeah, pace is an issue, Eddie. I'm, I'm literally, I'm just trying to like get the distance down and, and be able to, right. you know, get my wind, get, I'm, I, and honestly, I'm making progress. Like the last couple of weeks, I've been able to run pain free. Um, I had a cold for a few days, so I wasn't able to run for a few days, but I'm, I'm, I'm running and it's, it's getting better every day and I'm trying. So yeah. Oh, totally. But I just think with you, like you wake up in the morning and are like, let's start an entirely new arm of relevant. And then by that evening, it's done. Like you are just like a really intense person. I feel Next like you're going to feel, we wake up with the space force. So what do you think he's going to do, Eddie? Play, play it out. Cause I, I'm not sure no, I'm with I, you. Play it out. I think he's going to get out of the van on the first leg and it's going to be beautiful and the air is going to be crisp and he's going to run like just like for the glory of God. I was like keeping like, up with the pack be, and like not thinking about my own pace, but trying to keep up with these actual uh, runners or something. Right, yeah. right, right. Right. And I think you'll feel wonderful. I mean, I think you'll feel really good and enjoy it. And I think during the second leg, you'll do the same thing. But then I think your entire body will catch up with yeah. you and you will crumble into tears, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is why I think like Aww. you got to just you got to know you're like, OK, I'm 
I'm going to, you know, I'm an 11 minute mile. If I can keep that, no matter what, I can do that over and over again. I think you, I think you're actually going to succeed. The power of mind. It it pains me to say that because I love being negative. I mean, my, my, my goal is like to, when I run, run like a nine minute pace. And then if I have to walk for a quarter mile to catch my breath and get my wind back, then on average I am about 11 minute while if you're walking you're about a 15 to 17 minute pace so if i can kind of yeah do that four fifths run one fifth walk i i think i'll be able to get it done and, and again it's not about winning it's about finishing and trying to raise money for clean water projects i mean that's really the only yeah. reason why we're doing it so and then i will literally never run again so <laughs> really that's it this is it one and done i did it i'll have the picture and then i'll just go back to you know mild elliptical stuff in the morning you know Right, gently strolling. With no, no. It. Yeah, here, here, Cameron. Cameron, here's what you need to do because mm-hmm. you know it's not that I, I believe in. I believe recovery time is is important, and so that's why you know there's this whole like standing desk fad. You know, <laughs> yeah. all these hippies running around with their standing yeah. desk, on their balls, and, and, yeah. looking literally looking down on people like they're superior because they stand. You yeah. know, while, while we're while we're sitting in a natural position. Um, I think Cameron, you need to bring that philosophy into your recover recovery, okay. which means for the f- first couple of weeks after the hood to coast, right. you need mm-hmm. to have a hot tub installed in your office and a, wow. and have a little floating thing for your laptop. You just work out of a hot tub for a couple of weeks. So, Get you all loosened back up, you know. I like it. I feel like that's the only rational thing to do here. <laughs> I like it. Is to, to work from a hot in the work from a hot tub, you know, a hot tub desk. Done. But you know, oh right? Oh my gosh, a hot tub desk. Right when I get <laughs> back from people have these little treadmill desks and everything. No, I'm going the other mm-hmm. way. Hot tub desk. It's hot fantastic. Tub desk. Man, that's you can get electrocuted, bud. Right when I get back from Portland on Sunday, Monday is Impact Week here at Relevant, mm-hmm. the last week of August. So uh, starting August 27th, we talked about this last week. We start Impact Week and we have some updates. The cool thing is we're going to be d- spending an entire week where each day we're going to be doing fundraising goals where we're trying to raise raise resources and support for various organizations that we're excited about and we believe in. And we partnered with Bright Peak Financial to do it. And they're going to be contributing as well. So they're going to be like accelerating the, the funds that we raise, which is wh- like, why give now? Give now because your gift will go further that week right. during Impact Week. So last week we talked to, um, uh, we're going to be supporting A21, uh, Christine Kane's organization where they're, uh, the, the, it's working on trafficking and we're, we're, we're going to be supporting them one day. We're going to be supporting um, Preemptive Love Coalition who does a ton of humanitarian work and refu- with refugees, especially from Syria and other places, Iraq. Um, we're going to be supporting um, uh, Charity Water. We're going to be building clean water wells with Charity Water one day. And we're, the cool thing, and we're going to be uh, supporting uh, the, the people of Somaliland. We, we've talked about Somaliland. We went there. We're going to be trying to raise money for fishing boats and fishing nets to equip them to change their future. And we're going to be doing some, uh, working on some domestic hunger stuff as well with a couple of organizations. So each day we'll have a different focus. We're going to have different goals. We're going to have different experiences. Jesse going to be doing different stunts. He'll be in the studio with us. We'll be going live all week. Oh, you're going to Orlando for it, Jesse? I'll be down there the whole week. And I, I had a stunt that came to me last night and I and I and I haven't uh, I haven't pitched this formally to anyone. Maybe this is a great time to filter out if this is a terrible idea or not. Okay. Nope. <laughs> I feel like because I was getting the gears turning, you know, I'm like, okay, I want to incentivize people to give, like at a certain, you know, to hit a certain goal and they'll be rewarded for that. And I'm not just talking about the reward of helping people, which is fantastic. I'm re- talking about the reward of something funny on the internet, which is the gift <laughs> that keeps on giving forever. 
Um, and I was thinking, well, who are the original people that were really good at these type of things? Raising money, you know, like rallying the troops, getting people engaged. And it came oh, to gosh. me. And Chandler, Lewis. I want you to, to, to commit right now to do this with me. Okay. If on one of the days they hit a set goal, me and you will undergo a live 70s televangelist makeover for the internet. <laughs> wow. Absolutely. Yeah, the team, for sure. I think, I think, we, I, think <laughs> I want to go like full set. So I'm growing a beard right now. I will shave it live. Yeah. I will, you know, wow. I'll let, I'll let my, whatever needs to happen to the hair can happen to the hair. <laughs> Two suits will need to be picked out. Yeah. I think... Chandler needs the like sort of like Benny Hinn Morpheus thing, you know, oh, okay. like kind of futuristic, like <laughs> so like late eighties, early nineties, yeah, collar- oh, collarless, yeah. like a suit jacket that is weirdly length, like like it's between yeah. like the the knees and the waist, but very all white, slim, all white except for gold pinstriping on the yeah. suit. Gold Wait, pinstripes so and so if we hit the goal in one on one day, this is how we get you to do this. Yeah, I mean, if if the goal isn't hit, then you don't get to see the live televangelism makeover. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I, Jesse, I'm sorry to interrupt. But I have gotten three to- texts. I'm, I've gotten three texts right now. Uh, Jeremy Courtney, uh, Scott Harrison, Bright Peak. They are distancing themselves from this entire. Uh, I'm just event. telling people. Here's, here's the thing. I'm just telling people. Tune in. You, we got a lot of good stuff planned. You might see a live makeover. That's all. I'm not saying it's a done deal. I'm just saying you'll have incentives. In, in addition to the rewards that you're going to get. Get more info, effort. follow along, participate, uh, relevantmagazine.com slash impact week. I'm excited about it. It's and me. sometimes I think yeah. Jesse thinks up this, Jesse thinks up stuff that he actually wants to do either way. Yeah. And just figures out a way to go like, yeah, I've <laughs> exactly. always wanted to I'll do, work it oh, here's what I'll Chandler. do. We'll connect it. Chandler, do I have a verbal commitment? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, you know, I uh, think I already know. Christine the, Kane is I already out. know the question <laughs> of the week. <laughs> Um, uh, probably is going to be uh, help us think of other mm-hmm. uh, psychological endurance challenges or other stunts that you want to see Jesse yeah. do as we hit goals. Yeah, and, and, and again, these are goal oriented. So if you want them to happen, you you have to you have to encourage your your fellow Facebook users to give. But um, you know, mark the balls in your court with the televangelism suits. So good luck, but make that priority number one for for here for the next two weeks. I please. like it. Hey, Jesse, by the way, I will say it right now, if there is anything I can do to help you, I'm in. I love okay. this idea. And I really love all these please, recommendations. Hey, please, so, you know, I'm travel not- the hour and 15 minutes down and join us. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's either watch that happen or have sewer back up in your house, Eddie. Go. <laughs> You know what? I'll awesome. be there. Awesome. I really, you know, I, I, I'm very excited because the, the listeners came up with a Nickelback challenge a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know? They came up with the thing that sparked oh, yeah. all this. And yeah, so it's like, right. we're going to go because back to the source. It, 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 and, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, because I've had other ideas that skirt the le- the lines of legality, but right. I think would be funny. No, you know? Most yeah. years do At least that. the law of the land. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, not God's law. It's, yeah. I didn't break any of his commands. But like if <laughs> if one of us, if like somebody went to like the Holy Land experience and, you know, in their bag or something, had a Jesus costume and just came out and tried to <laughs> take over as Jesus as the Holy Land. <laughs> a rogue a Jesus. Rogue, a rogue, a rogue someone can- goes rogue Jesus at the Holy Land and we film it with... Sneaky GoPros. You're not breaking uh, any rules. I mean, uh, they probably course. hire you. No, exactly. That's not a rule. What I do you? If yeah. anywhere on earth I should be able to dress up as Jesus, it's the Holy Land. <laughs> if anywhere that that should be permitted, it's the, the Holy, Holy Land. Land. It's like people that dress up yeah. as like That'd a Hogwarts teacher to go to a Harry Potter yeah. movie. Exactly. 
You go to Universal Studios Florida. There's so many places that you could dress up as Jesus. More no, than people the Holy think, Land. People think you would be like mocking. They're just like yeah. I'm super into the Holy Land. And I'm super into Jesus. It's like, like I said, go, go to go to like um, Disney, and there's people wearing Disney stuff. No, well, you, Can go- you pick any character to dress up in the Holy Land. Could I go as a character? You'd be Mary or Martha. Yeah, yeah. I I will say my my favorite would be though is if the two Jesuses like the Jesse one and then the one that's you know they're getting paid run into each other. Yeah. It's like how do they stay in character? That's, they just no, like they're like the casting goal. each and other I, out. And, <laughs> like, I t- and I announced to everyone that he's imposter Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't well, see this going wrong. That's at what all. I would do. I, mean, I, I don't see anything wrong with streaming it on the internet if I mean, people yeah. donate enough money. Jesse, seen, I'm going to come and I am going to be Mary, the mother of Jesus, and just be chasing you around. Like, where's my right. kid? Has anybody right. I keep losing my kid? So you want me to be? You want me to be like twelve year old Jesus? Yeah. No, no, no. I want yeah. you to be grown up Jesus and think it's super weird that your mom still follows okay. you. Around I'm, not, the I'm not seeing this crossing any lines anywhere. Jesse, I've seen crucify him. No, crucify him. He's not. No, crucify him. We not. Here's the deal. I've seen the real Jesus that they've used. The guy because I've seen him out in the wild. He is really. Oh yeah, yeah. He's in his upper fifties like in real life what? and he looks like he's in his upper fifties in real life, maybe mid fifties. And so Jesse, you're the more accurate Jesus. Exactly. You know I mean, age wise, you're closer. You know. I mean, you're still too old, but I mean, you're still closer. Yeah. So I, if anybody's going like, to wonder, 50s? Oh yeah. If, yeah. if you, if anybody's going to wonder who the real Jesus knew the imposter That's is, right. the weird old guy is the imposter. You're going to get away with it is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'll be yeah. like, all right, well, I'll prove I'm the real Jesus. All right. What's dad's favorite animal? And whatever he says, I'll just say something else. <laughs> Which two? <laughs> he made them all. He made them all. You see, his, he has a car. This the real Jesus. Well, the guy that plays him drives around town. He has like a little oh, mini Cooper and has a bumper God. sticker that says, "My other car is a donkey." You know. it. Um, no, no, God, no, no, no. The bumper so sticker says, "Get off my." <laughs> <laughs> A donkey. That's what it says in the Bible. I'm quoting the King James scripture. <laughs> but I mean, to your to the point, uh, the, the theme park culture now is you show up to Universal Studios and you're a fan of Harry Potter to go to Harry Potter World. You. you are dressed in full yeah, Harry Potter cosplay. regalia. Right. Yeah, and you're I mean, Gandalf for whatever. No for the whole day. Okay. Yeah, for the whole day. So you go showing up to Holy Land Experience dressed in character is totally normal. And here's, and here's what I'm saying. If for, 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 for the sake of impact week, you know, I will have, you know, when we do these things, we will have our spies infiltrating, streaming this live from like covert cell phones and things, but only if you hit the goals, this is why it's important for that week that you tune in. And if you want these things to happen, you'll have great incentives to, to do this because we've, you know, we're, we're willing to cross ethical, legal, and spiritual lines in order to raise this money. So uh, we have, we have just gotten a cease and desist from bright peak. So we've got a preemptive, this is going to work. I do have a preemptive cease and desist from the Holy Land. Uh, okay. That is the question. We will get to it later, but keep, thinking, Jesse, people. you keep calling it the Holy Land. I don't think that the Holy Land is preemptively telling you to stop doing this. It's the th- Christian theme park, the Holy Land experience. I just want to actually clarify. both. I should clarify. It was both. <laughs> like the, the yeah, the actual the mayor, the mayor of Jerusalem is not happy with me. So we don't. Have hey, to moving get into the show along. Right it's time for a look back at what happened this week in culture and entertainment. It's time for. In case you missed it. Hey, in case you missed it, this week um, the internet made a trap remix of VeggieTales songs, and it went viral. Uh, um, comedian Shama Mrema 
uh, teamed up with producer Drew for the contemporary take on songs from the classic series. Even VeggieTales creator Phil Vischer gave the song a shout out on Twitter, calling it a pretty darn cool tribute to the tomato and the cucumber. That's how he talks. Here's a clip. That is how he talks. Well done. If you like to talk to tomatoes, if a squash can make you smile, if you like to waltz with tomatoes, wait for the drop, wait for the drop. Produce aisle. Have we got a show for you? A lot of trap songs. Man, that's actually really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's one of those things that there is no purpose to that. There's no purpose to that. It's not good art. It's not going to be listened to widely. It is literally just to make. Christians in their mid thirties laugh. Success though. Yeah, and listen, I mean, wait, listen to it widely. Yeah, it, went, it went viral. It, yeah, it was I'll listened be, to. It. I'll be humming it all day. You know, it, it's a it good went song. viral in like a what way? Not in like a worldwide way, but in like a what we see on our personal Facebooks kind of way. Yeah. Settle down, edgy Annie. Yeah. Just well, enjoy well, the moment. What would you How? say? I mean, give me an example. Give me a look. I'm not being edgy. Just have fun. It's a nice song. Next. <laughs> you know what the thing is? Annie had come up with a th- this idea, and she was she about to drop her own no, veggie no. tales strategy. She's been working. She's been working on the McGee and Me remix, and, uh, and this guy beat her to the punch with veggie tales. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. No one's going to care about that now. Yeah. Wow. Somebody took over my role as edgiest no, 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 on the no, show. No. <laughs> you are so dumb. <laughs> hey, in case you missed it this week, Justin Bieber showed that he's reading Tim Keller's The Meaning of Marriage. Uh, he was recently spotted leaving a hotel with a book under his arm. And when the paparazzi asked him about it, he showed photographers the cover, which was the Redeemer Church founder's book about facing the complexities of commitment with the wisdom of God. When announcing his engagement to model uh, Haley Baldwin a few weeks ago, Bieber wrote on Instagram, I promise to lead our family with honor and integrity, letting Jesus through his Holy Spirit guide us in everything we do and every decision we make. I think that's in the... Uh, forward of the book. I, I think at this point, <laughs> I'd be surprised if Bieber's not reading. It doesn't have a description irrelevant. I mean, he's hanging out with yeah. he's hanging out with you know uh, Carl and, 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 and Judah and and the you know the pastors that are frequent staples on our platform. You know, he's reading. Yeah, we did we did an ex. I looked and I actually reshared it before that book was released. We were the first ones to run like a, a thing with Tim Keller about it, and so really? obviously reshared that. You know, Biebs, uh, you know, if, um, you know, you want to give a few gift subscri- subscriptions uh, to your band or something, you know, please, please and, do. And can I say something to Justin? Because I actually heard about this and it bothered me greatly in a very specific way. Yeah, uh, just talk straight to him, Eddie. Talk straight to him. Yeah, t- uh, Justin, um, Tim Keller actually did a series of sermons about the meaning of marriage and you can download those for free. And then he made it into a book that you're reading. The sermons are much, much better. The book is very good. The sermons are masterful. Are so I really want him to listen to the sermons instead. The book is sort of a complimentary piece. So I, if you're listening, Justin, I, I, I'll I, send you the link. Just text me. <laughs> are you actually telling the truth? Are the sermons that much better in the book? Because I've read the book and yeah. I liked it. They're both wonderful, but the sermons are just particularly special. He did a, a series of sermons on it, and it's, you know, it's basically the book is a more organized version of it, but the sermons had a lot of content that the books did not, that the book does not have. And That's it was just really, really, really good. struck a nerve with a six year old book here, Eddie. 
I know, I know. I saw that and I was like, no, Justin, if you're going to marry Haley Baldwin, you got to listen to the sermon. I mean, I think one of the wisest things a person can do is prepare themselves well for a season of life they want to be in. That's right. That's why Jesse does ninja combat on the That's weekends. right. That's, uh, I did. I texted Annie. I, I texted Eddie and Cameron one day where I was at my local rec center and they were doing a lightsaber fighting course there. And I almost <laughs> went in there and just dominated those nerds. Like just picked out the sweetest saber. But I it's, know, it's just prepare just for the life you want to have. I, I agree. I'm ready. Yeah. Um, oh hey, in case you missed it, Churches uh, with the V did an incredible cover of Kendrick Lamar's Love. The Scottish indie pop band might not be the most obvious choice to cover a song by the acclaimed rapper, but while on Australia Australian radio, they tackled a song off of Kendrick's latest album for a segment called Like a Version. It was pretty great. Here's a clip. If I didn't my blade on curve, we still me. I feel like that's the mark of a good song is that it can work in multiple genres equally well. Yeah. You know, I like that too. That's nice. It was amazing. Lovely. Not enough cucumber nice. references, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Annie, I'm surprised you didn't just rip that to shreds. <laughs> what was the point of doing that? I mean, how viral was it? We're Did talking. Go viral? <laughs> What's our definition of viral now? Who's actually going to even listen? For just I, our Facebook viral or real viral? Yeah. Oh. Well, for starters, I don't sound oh. like that ever, Cameron. For seconds, like I just think we use the word viral a little bit loosely. Interesting. Interesting. I feel like, okay, we don't have to get into it, but... I am someone who watches the internet pretty closely, and I think I know more closely than anyone. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like the Veggie Tales uh, video. I think that constitutes virality. No, okay. like okay, viral doesn't have to mean like oh. a pandemic. I mean, viral yeah. could be like it organically spreads beyond the promoted channels. Yeah, exactly. So like okay. that. That, okay, that if radio that's station. how you define viral, I will so be on board with you. Okay, so like those guys who made the VeggieTales song sent it out on to their Twitter followers, but it got bigger than that. It did go viral. Yes. Now, maybe the virus was contained, but it yeah. was still viral. <laughs> yeah. you know? Okay, I wasn't being salty. I just think Interesting. now that I understand your definition of viral, I agree with you. So I say there's a spectrum. Like on one end is like Charlie <laughs> bit my finger. Right. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's, that's a viral. Of the spectrum. Exactly. Yeah. But that's the far end. That's the furthest end of the spectrum. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I, I would think there is a place down the, the down the spectrum where yeah. uh, you know the VeggieTales song, which is probably going to end up with a few million YouTube views and uh, a, a, a like very uh, have a, a cultural awareness point of like when pe- when like a few years from now someone will stumble upon that in YouTube be like oh, I remember when that song came out it's like it probably like a middle of the spectrum would be like the Seagull Star Wars bad lip syncing li- reading song yeah, you know right. what I mean yeah. like yeah, yeah. It, it, a lot of people are over aware of it. But it's not like a cultural moment. I just think it's more of a spectrum than you probably, Annie. Okay, yeah. No, no, no. I I should operate more like it is a spectrum. That's great. There you go. But I feel like when something goes viral, you... I feel like when something goes viral, you know it. And I mean, like when we talk about the Nickelback challenge, all of a sudden, Jesse wakes up in the morning and is texting me like, uh... I'm on CNN or something. <laughs> yes, right now. Like, yes, it was like, that's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Right. The veggie tailed people made a funny video, not the actual yeah. people, but like the one that made, they made a video and all of a sudden, like we're talking about it and posting about it. Like they had to have felt like, Oh my gosh, this is way outside of what we intended. Right. 
When something spreads further, further than you had no. hoped, okay. then yeah. I think it's gone viral again on the spectrum. Maybe a one yeah. on the spectrum. Right. But it's still. Thank you, Chandler. That's right. So, so if we call going viral on a spectrum, this for sure is on the spectrum versus like what one of us tweeted this morning. Right. What any of us tweeted this morning. It's just it not on the Charlie tweet, bit the, my finger level. Yeah. Well, I don't know about one of us. We, I mean, I would feel like if it had, if it was usually how these things happen for, for, for that, it would be like that became like a moment. Like remember when, I mean, there's those Twitter moments happen all the time where somebody overheard something funny and tweeted it and it gets like 50,000. Okay, so let me tell you, yeah. let me tell you a comparison in book writing world. Okay. When people call themselves a best, a, a number one bestseller. Yeah. If your book on Amazon gets a little number one release in children's biographies in German, you can call yourself a number one bestseller. Right. That is very different than a number one New York Times bestseller. Right. And right. But Annie, isn't that like I will say still, this. I know von that the Deutsche like- von Hesseweisen <laughs> is a fantastic children rearing book. If you can, and we only know it because it went viral. Yeah. I know. I know. Go, Eddie. But Annie, shouldn't they be allowed to say that? I mean, still relatively very few people in the entire planet ever even get a chance to get on the number one German children's bestseller list, right? Like, it's still cool. Yeah, yeah. Again, if you put it on the spectrum and say, I am a number one bestseller in this category. But that's right. not that, that's think, still not a spectrum though. That's that's either you you are best selling in an Amazon category or not. You know what I mean? Like that seems like I Jesse. don't know why I have a stand on this today. Who well, cares? I, I, no, I, I, well, I'm with you, Annie, in the sense that, like, I feel like, especially in the Christian world, there the the self hype thing, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. like like inflating your importance, telling everybody yeah. how Definitely you know cringy. the Twitter bio world of like. You know, like inflated and it's all smoke and mirrors. We can spike yes. anything to like yeah. rig it and then like for the rest of our lives say that we're important. And it's not right. It's not reality. And yeah. I'm with you. I always like look for substance over hype. So and much. who cares about accolade? Go do quality work. Go try to make an impact. You know, like who cares about promoting yourself? I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Yeah. But if something yeah. went viral, Jesse's the one who knows it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, okay, it, it, for sure. Let me let's back up 48 minutes. You guys, that VeggieTales vi- video is totally on the spectrum of viral videos. <laughs> Thank you. I see. I salty. disagree. Annie I don't think it went viral. Salty this morning. It would be. <laughs> it would be different if it was the people it's, who made it, that if video. I were, on if you were to tell me, video if you were to tell me one thing would set Annie off this morning, it would not be that <laughs> veggie that we said that the VeggieTales video. Okay, but Chandler made the point. He's right. It'd be different. Chandler just said it'd be different if the if the video makers said, "Yeah, go check like out a guess and like check out my viral check video." Check out my viral video. But for us yeah, to say, right. "Hey, this is going viral," is different. It'd be like, "Wow, that's an yes. amazing book. That's the best book on marriage. You should go check it out." Is different than the publisher of the book saying it's the number one book on marriage. You yeah. know, or, it's different. Or, or, the, yes. or them doing like the humble brag of so honored, can't believe. Number one bestseller. It's as shocked as you to wake up this morning and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Humble. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I bet you're humble. You really don't want to get me started on that. You don't want to get me started. That really is the worst tweet ever. Like, (laughs) oh, you don't want to get me started. Or, or they're trying to like humbly tell you that they're on Fox and Friends this morning and to tune in, but they kind of just want to. Can't believe I have to go on Fox and Friends where I've had the worst hair day ever. It's like, okay, we got to hear Fox and Friends. Okay. Hey, in case you missed it, uh, following Terry Cruz's admission that he was a victim of sexual assault in Hollywood, this week, Brooklyn Nine-Nine um, said that they may do a Me Too episode. 
While at mm. the Television Critic Association Summer Press Tour, the cast of the sitcom explained how they are considering tackling the topic. Um, Terry Crews, uh, you know, recently revealed he was sexually assaulted by a Hollywood executive, and he has been talking about it openly and bluntly on Twitter. Yeah. Um, he said, we can now tell our truth. Uh, these are lessons I learned while I was doing this show. It's about being able to tell your story. One thing that influenced me was feeling safe and having friends and family on this show. I felt secure enough that I could tell my truth and still go to work. The show famously tackled racial profiling in one of their more memorable episodes. Um, the series showrunner said that pulling off these more serious topics can be delicate. Uh, he said they're hard to do. They have to feel true to what the show is and still feel funny, but give weight to the issue and explore it in a fair way. Season six of the show will air this fall and it moved over to NBC. There you go. I can't imagine how hard it would be to write a, a, like a, a comedy, like a, like a sitcom, oh, especially gosh, one right? that is, you know, has a lot of like absurdity, uh, just like baked yeah. in to be able yep. to artfully and meaningfully comment on a serious topic like that. But I think it's good for them for, you know, wanting to try to do it, you know? Yeah. 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 They're pretty brilliant though. I mean, I feel like they'll do it. I just wonder if they'll, if they will like fully break format or if it'll just be sort of baked into another storyline. Like it'll be like the B plot or something. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I bet it'd be who, easy. Who I would imagine I've never written a sitcom in my life. I would imagine it would be easier to be funny if it's the B line versus the leading storyline. Yeah. Right. But preserving like the tonality is just the words. Yeah. Tricky. That's right. Yeah. Hey, in case you missed it, uh, Tyler Perry this week revealed that he almost became a pastor. The actor, producer, and media mogul uh, recently spoke at Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church. He explained that while going to seminary to become a pastor and ministering in his church, he felt an urge to share the story of Jesus in a different way. He said, the Lord's voice spoke to me and said, your ministry won't be in a pulpit, but through television and film. Though I sometimes, he says, Though I sometimes don't do Christian movies, I'm still a Christian. I'm an artist who wants to do a lot of different things. Here's a clip of uh, Tyler Perry preaching about what it's like to have anxieties about your calling and what we can learn through the story of Abraham and Isaac. You're building a dream, going to a higher place, and all of a sudden something happens. You see the knife, you see the wood, you see the fire, and you're wondering if you are the sacrifice. All of you with great anxiety, I came here to talk to you. Not sleeping at night, you're worried. You're wondering every day. You can't get yourself together. You're just always, always, always full of anxiety, wondering if God has brought you this far to leave you, if God has brought you this high to let you fall. I came with good news. You are not the sacrifice. You are not the sacrifice. And just then. Just in case people want to hear the rest of it, you can just Google search Tyler Perry's Lakewood Church Sermon, Pastor Medea. So that's how you can find the whole thing. <laughs> you know, interestingly, I, 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 he, that sermon, he turned it into a book, which I think is way better than the actual sermon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> way, way better. <laughs> it's it's Medea's book. from him, though, for real. Was, well, that's the thing, man. I was, I was watching, and I was a little skeptical because obviously sometimes Tyler Perry stuff's a little cheesy, a little corny, and sometimes and, and, and Joel Osteen isn't exactly known as you know. Uh, I'm not throwing Jay, but he's not really known as uh, kind so of a 
logical heavyweight. He's, you know, he Burn. he he has his lane, and that's totally fine. So when I started watching this, I'm like, he's an encourager. Dude, if, the, if the Tyler Perry thing didn't work out, I mean, he's pretty set. He's been there's no reason to think he won't continue to have incredible success. But if it doesn't, he could be a legit preacher. That I was listening to the message. I'm like, man, this is really good. This is a great. Is the sermon. whole is it him? preaching alone or is it him being interviewed by Osteen? Both. It starts with him being interviewed oh, wow. by Osteen and then he does probably about a half hour sermon um, on, on. on the, basically the, that topic. Um, managing anxieties and and feelings about your calling and inadequacies and trials through the lens of the, of the story. I mean, of I'll tell Abraham you what pastors need to hear and what leaders need to hear is you are not the sacrifice. <laughs> Right. Like you are not the thing that is supposed to die in order for, you know, like, I think that's a good thing to hear. Don't run yourself down. Eddie, you're a pastor, you know, right? I mean, don't you think that's something pastors need to hear? I'd like to just make a joke right oh, now okay. where I say, tell you that <laughs> the next movie is Tyler Perry's A Medea Family Funeral, which seems to make sense with what he's talking about. Wow. That's how I'd like to end that part of my <laughs> Well, well done. Cool. I, I guess hey, listen, you had a couple weeks off. You're knocking the rust off the tires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, I didn't, you I should didn't be film. <laughs> I'll say this. You need to be filming from a hot tub right now. You're recording from a hot tub. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, edit a, don't edit a word of that out, Chandler, uh, because people need to see how the magic happens. Don't, um, edit, don't edit one and, bit of that yeah, silence sure. out, no, no, Chandler. Today, today, nope. today, Eddie is Nick Linda walking the tightrope with no net, folks. No net. We're going to let him I rise and fall with my own, your own jokes. Yeah. It was a terrible joke, and I'm going to own that. And it really, and Medea's Annie, family and funeral Annie comes out in Eddie just showed us how precarious Brooklyn Nine Nine's situation is trying to handle heavy topics with humor. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right? right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Tyler Perry preaching at Joel Osteen's church. I'm having a hard time really digging in my heels, but I know that it's important, and what he said is very good. But I, I'm just I. Well, I that's can't the find thing. The I was skeptical. I was skeptical. I was like, I don't know yeah. if we post this. I don't know. And then I watched him. I was like, okay. I, credit where credit's due, you know. Like if it's good, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna let, not let my uh, cultural snobbiness uh, prevent us from exposing it to our readers, you know. Yeah, luckily I'm pretty culturally trashy about that stuff, so I was like, I'm in. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just a mean person. Yeah, and you're mean, so it's great. We all balance out each other really well. I do think it's interesting too, though. Just like he didn't just preach. Like, hey, our guest speaker today is Tyler Perry, because a lot of people in the church would be like. What? You know, yeah. I think it's interesting that there was an interview at the beginning almost to establish his faith and his yeah. journey and his role and his heart. And then it's like mm. Joel Osteen officially endorsing and saying, and now I'm going to give the pulpit to him to share a word. You know, it's like it's an interesting. I don't know that I've seen that in churches very often where a prominent pulpit, you know, they, they interview to kind of establish the yeah. spiritual yeah. wherewithal and then give the pulpit to them. That's pretty cool. It's yeah, interesting. That's a pretty it was interesting right. strategy. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, lastly, in case you missed it, Stephen Colbert this week called out his own boss for sexual harassment allegations. Um, after the allegations involving CBS head, Les Moonves were revealed. The late show host explained why even those at the top with most power must be held accountable. Here's a clip. There's been a lot of discussion about whether the disappearing of the accused from public life is the right thing to do. And I get that there should be levels of response. But I understand why that disappearing happens. Because there's a JFK quote that I like, and I cite a fair amount on this show, and it's that those who make peaceful revolution impossible make violent revolution inevitable. And for so long, for women in the workplace, there was no change. No justice for the abused. 
So we shouldn't be surprised that when the change comes, it comes radically. This roar is just a natural backlash to all that silence. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I do believe in accountability. And not just for politicians you disagree with. Everybody believes in accountability until it's their guy. And make no mistake, Les Moonves is my guy. He hired me to sit in this chair. He stood behind this show while we were struggling to find our voice. He gave us the time and the resources to succeed. And he has stood by us when people were mad at me. And I like working for him. But accountability is meaningless unless it's for everybody, whether it's the leader of a network or the leader of the free world. Yeah. I don't know what to add to that. Yeah, I don't know. Did he, do you, who wrote that speech? Did he write that? Do we know? I mean, he may have had assistance from his writers. I mean, I know he has a staff yeah. of writers who help him with his monologue, but I, I also know he's heavily involved in it. So it wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if, if he mostly wrote it's it. It's really beautiful. I mean, it's mm-hmm. really well written. That's, I mean, and I think Stephen Colbert has that in him. I just didn't know if he had, if he was off the cuff or if he was not. I think it, I think it was scripted, it. but I think he may have scripted yeah. it. He's a pretty brilliant and thoughtful guy, Colbert. I agree. I totally agree. Well, that'll do for In Case You Missed It. Stay tuned. Up next, always joins us. You're listening to L. King. The song is Shame. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Lewis the Child and Max with Dear Sense. Well, this week's show is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all included with your Squarespace website. Creating a site with Squarespace is a simple, intuitive process. You can add and arrange your content and features with just a click of a mouse. I've built several sites on Squarespace and I highly recommend it. The ones I've done, pretty simple, but they have more robust features if you want to do big sites like even commerce sites. They have all the tools you need to track inventory, process orders, and send custom emails with one intuitive interface. It's called Squarespace Commerce and allows you to understand every aspect of your business. So the whole spectrum of websites you need, Squarespace is where you go. And if you sign up for a a year of Squarespace, you'll receive a custom domain for free. Go check it out. Right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Podcast listeners a special deal. You can go to squarespace.com slash relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I have used that uh, code many times for discounts. Squarespace, set your website apart. Canadian indie rock outfit Always is a staple of Indian college rock charts with thoughtful songs about love and loss led by frontwoman Molly Rankin. We recently spoke with Molly about her latest album, Anti-Socialites, which was recently shortlisted for the prestigious 2018 Polaris Music Prize, which Jesse told you earlier. Here's part of our conversation with Always. band's first album a lot of it is you just kind of want to get the music out there 
and um, you're you're trying stuff and you can kind of be more experimental. But the second album, I feel like it's sort of a declaration of, okay, this is who we're going to be as a group and you can kind of solidify it more and make more of a statement. Is that how it was for you guys? Uh, Good question. I don't really have a plan as far as which, what record should do what or say what. I just felt like I wrote the songs that I was feeling good about at the time and tried to capture them in the best way possible. Um, The first record was a bit of a learning curve for us because we weren't yet a band. Um, And maybe this record is a little bit more true to how we actually sound live. So so take take me through a little bit of that learning curve. What were some of those things you kind of had to work out amid the process? We went into uh, Chad Van Galen's studio in Calgary thinking that this was going to be a solo record for me and... I had brought Alec and Brian and we had worked up the songs together <clears throat> and then Chad uh, I guess was the one who realized that we were more of a band than we thought and that's true I think the songs were very smithy and um, when they were recorded it did sound like a band so we needed a keyboard player, we needed drums we were just messing around with the drum machine up until then as well so um, this time around, like we had been touring for three years or something on that record as a band and um, we're just sort of working with the resources that we had newly at our disposal. You know, for anti-socialites, you you guys, from what I read about the the creative process and the production process of that, it, it was very gradual and um, was sort of sporadic, and it, and it took sort of several years to to put it all together. Um, I'm wondering, you know, if if there is anything now that you look back on in that process, and if there's anything you would change about it for working on the next project. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you learn so many things every time you go into a studio and you choose people to work with, and it's all just in real time. The, the, the tools that you pick up and the, the chemistry and the methods that uh, you approach things with. I, I, I think for me, Alec and I have always needed time in between um, working on songs and recording just time to sit with something so you can be as objective as possible because that's really something that I find to be really important with us is just to be objective and be be willing to throw out an idea that you're fond of Uh, as painful as that can be it's uh, pretty necessary for us is to be able to point out our flaws in, in writing and sonically as well but things I would change I mean we kind of work in a collage approach anyway that's sort of how we do our artwork and a lot of our songs have random snippets of demos I recorded on 
my phone and things that Alec wrote in the basement and we'd sort of overlap things and experiment and I'm not sure that process will change but it's something I think that's worked for us. I'm, I'm wondering, like, projecting forward a little bit, what what's sort of a, a challenge or an obstacle that either you're experiencing as as an individual artist or um, a challenge you're experiencing as a group that you're working to overcome right now? What's what's kind of the next hurdle to clear? I guess for me, I write I'll, the songs start with me. They come out of my brain, and I often need to be alone in order. to to write them and that's not a luxury that I often have it's a touring band um, you're constantly around people and um, it's not the easiest thing to become inspired when you're surrounded by people constantly and in transit and carrying things I have noticed that a huge part of being in a band is carrying things <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, I think that this time will be a little bit more wise in penciling in time for me to escape to other environments. And um, I'll just have a little bit more of a, um, a schedule as far as writing goes. That's for me the hardest part is just thinking of melodies that haven't been written before. That was always. Make sure to check out their album, Anti-Socialites. It's Eddie's theme song. It's out now. I've said those words before, but it was a lie. And you deserve to hear them a thousand times. If all it is to say that is, why is it so hard to say? If all it is to say that is, why am I in my own way? Why do I pull you close and then ask you for space? If all it is to say that is, why is it so hard to say? You're listening to Why Don't We? The song is Eight Letters. Okay, it's time for your feedback. All right, well, last week on Wednesday's episode, we got talking about prevalence of MLM businesses, especially in millennials in churches. <laughs> I guess that'd be a way to say it. <laughs> you know, the oils, the essential oils, or like the creams or the or the leggings, the leggings you know. And then, you know, <laughs> it's all over. And it got if you didn't listen to last week's show, go listen to it because it was a whole thing. Um, yeah. Well, Tyler Huckabee and Jesse stumbled onto a new idea for an MLM franchise and it's it's uh essential oils for men called Moils. And Moils. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Andy, how do you feel about that? I'm fine with it. I I would love to talk to you about participating with me in a house party. Actually, <laughs> listen, I'm getting a bunch of friends over for some, yeah. for some za, and what I'm doing is I'm yeah. teaching a class. It's a free class, and it's all stuff you can buy from me tonight. <laughs> or you're pitching for the pizza, whatever. The pizzas come with a free kit. 
that costs thirty five dollars that you can pay to me. So uh, yeah, either way, I'd love to see you come out tonight. <laughs> uh, so we wanted to know from you other uh, MLM business ideas that could take uh, Christian millennials by storm. You guys hit us up on uh, Twitter at Relevant Podcast, and you also posted on the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com. Here's a few of our favorites. Tim Holly, he uh, he basically, I, I mean, what he's, he's saying here is we missed a uh, kind of an opportunity with the Moyles things because he said that the Moyles, which are essential oils for men, should really be beard oils. So it's oh, that's Moyle brilliant. beard oil, yeah. which I think he's right. I think, you know, well, how do you just, diffuse that's just one that. line, though? How do you diffuse it? Yeah, it's, I yeah, think, yeah, that's one line because we can't, you can't pepperoni pizza oil no, your beard. I, I think it's time. I, I've known enough about the startup yeah. game. I've read enough about it that at some point in every startup business, they come a time and they have to decide to pivot. They, they, they take in what the consumers want and decide, I'm going to pivot here. I think Tim Holly found our pivot. You're no longer diffusing them. You're just rubbing them directly onto your beard. If it burns your face, just shut up and don't tell what us about, about it. What about the people <laughs> like, um, like me who can't grow a full beard? Am I just left out? I mean, well, you're I leaving consumers will, behind. Because here's Wait, the other what? thing I know. Well, I, mean, I know, but here's you a, get what, hair products. That you know what the great thing about, um, about a lot of these MLM businesses yeah. is you can make... Um, health claims about them that are not based in reality. So I could say, buy the beard yeah. oil and it'll just grow. And it'll grow. It'll grow. Yeah. Cameron, what happens when it, you it try? It sucks out the toxins. It's, it's just, all about toxins, guys. It's just, it's just not Annie are, Annie, are you just now learning that not all people's facial hair is exactly the same? Uh, <laughs> no, I recognize that because yeah. I recognize that. I just have, I'm learning a new thing about our friend Cameron yeah. that when he tries to grow a, a beard, it is not a beard. I'm not a, I'm not a hairy man. That's why I have a youthful glow about myself. <laughs> you know what will clear that up? Yeah. Some oil oil. Some oil oil. All over your face. It'll, it'll, it'll age you dramatically. It'll, it'll, age it'll you make you look 16 with acne. Uh, or, or, or it, it, I mean, there's a high likelihood that if you go out in the sun with it, you're going to be burned pretty bad. Almost immediately. So, yeah, yeah, immediately. Yeah. 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 So a lot of risk. A lot we, of got risk. A, we got a good idea from Matt Hurt, and his last name is spelled H-E-R-T, but it should be H-U-R-T, because this Who guy has, is bringing in yeah, some uh, The hashtag and, uh, for his, uh, I, I hear you, for his wedding would clearly be Hashtag, he hurt you. <laughs> he hurt you. Oh. Yeah, Matt, Matt, <laughs> Matt Hurt, we, first of all, we hear you and we see you. Here is your feedback. This is an app that is a subscription-based refer-a-friend model. Essentially, the app walks people through the Romans road. Then, and it just gets darker, then if they click, I have read and accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, the app lets them send referrals to friends. The more friends, the more app cash you get, which is redeemable and certain uh, Christian paraphernalia. I call it renewing minds, the most important terms of server service you will don't ever you, blindly Don't you think that to. instead of app yeah. cash, it should be your storing up treasures in heaven that are redeemed? when you die. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your treasure chest, your pirate treasure chest in that mansion is just getting yeah. fuller and fuller of crowns. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Matt, you can keep you can keep that I- idea for, from Jesse. I like, Joel, I like Joel Watts. This is going to be a real hit in, in the church community. It's called 5L2F. And it's a meal delivery service. And it stands for five loaves and two fishes. Yeah. It's a meal <laughs> delivery subscription specializing in a single meal. Pomegranates, olive oil, roasted lamb, and lentil soup mixes. Hmm. I'm in, Joel. I am in. Yeah, that's good. Man, listen, here's another one similar. Justin Smith said, Jesus denence, like sustenance. It's a faith base, like HelloFresh or Blue Plate. And it, he says, cross off your fears of cooking with our wholesome, graceful meals. Fill your cup with our one-of-a-kind mocktails. 
And on those fast food days, we'll provide the resources for you to lean on the Lord and not on your own leftovers. Try it today. It'll be the last supper you ever need. <laughs> this guy's writing ad content. Yeah. We need a <laughs> copywriter. Yeah, we need to hire this dude. Hey, yeah, that, that one good. of the loaves and fishes, is it the thing of like you get a single serve meal and it feeds a whole family? I guess if your faith isn't strong enough, it'll only feed one of your family members, but <laughs> up to 5,000. Up to 5,000. Right, it's up to 5,000 people. It depends on your faith. You don't know when you keep pulling out the fish if more are going to appear. Wow, wow, wow. That's, That's a great like, point. I mean, oh they price. God it assuming you're a person of at least a mustard seed faith so uh-huh. you're paying for 5,000 meals yeah, every right, time right. but they're sending meal. you one yeah, they're sending right. the, rest right. is, the rest is between you and the Lord <laughs> if you got a problem don't take it up with us take it up with man upstairs because I mean we're following <laughs> following pretty clear you know instructions right. here oh my gosh that's so funny and it comes with a mustard seed uh-huh. too so you yeah. can see you don't even have this much faith yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> look how tiny those things are they are incredible Incredibly small. Oh, man. Uh, there's a lot more feedback where that came from. If you want to start your own uh, MLM, MLM business and you're a Christian millennial, go check out the feedback on our uh, episode page last week. Yeah. Deal one of their ideas. <laughs> Steal one and of their ideas. Yeah. I just want more moils. Okay. It's time for this week's editorial question of the week. Hey. Well, I mean, earlier in the show, we laid it out for you. We got Impact Week coming up. Jesse's coming down. We got a mm-hmm. whole crew of staff. And we got plenty of opportunity for challenges and feats and psychological endurances. And what do you want to see us do? What would make you give money to these amazing organizations uh, that we are going to be supporting that week? What do you want to see us do to earn your give? Uh, Mm -hmm. Hit us up. I'm terrified. I've never been here for one of these and I hate it already. Okay. Well, here's the thing. When you're thinking (laughs) of the ideas, remember the virality spectrum. We want to go high up the spectrum (laughs) because Annie will be watching and judging. Because I have created this spectrum and I will let you know where you are on it. That's right. Yeah, we had we had uh, d- uh, the first time Jesse did this. He listened Nickelback for twenty four hours a day for seven days straight, and over the course Horrible. of the week, it did go internationally viral. The next year, we did a twenty four hour thing, the trapped in the cage, where he had to watch twenty four straight hours of Nicolas Cage movies. Um, it raised just as much money, but because it was such yeah. a short window, it didn't go as viral. Like it didn't it didn't yeah. like catch the internet by storm. So like, that is a thing. Like, you know, number one, we're looking for the highest impact for these organizations. We're looking to raise the most funds. So what do you think will go the most viral to raise awareness and attention about what we're trying to do? So people will give, um, hit us up Mm -hmm. on Twitter at relevant podcast, or you can post your longer suggestions on the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com. Annie, having successfully dodged many, many of these things over the years, let me yeah. just tell you Teach the me. way out of it. Just, just absolutely say no and say, refuse the texts and emails and calls. Yeah. Just hey, do Eddie's not. Advice and be a poor sport. Eddie. Just from now awful, until awful now to the end sport. of the month, just don't respond to Jesse. Right. No, 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 okay. no. Don't you go really ghost all of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can't make. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is all. It's either that or you're going to be doing like 36 hours of Medea movies yeah, or something. No, it's I'm not, not you don't understand. No, no, no. <laughs> that's actually not a bad one. It's actually, uh, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I just, I just okay, violated we'll this out offline, but a Medea movie marathon has to be one of the options. For every X do- number of dollars raised, Annie will watch another Medea movie. 
I and love it. See, that's how it happens. Wait, so somehow wait, Teflon. wait. There are, I, I come nine, up with the idea. I nine, say it out loud. Nine, it's still Annie's thing. I'm, no, I'm Annie, out of it. Annie, think about all the people you'll be helping. Here's the, what's going to happen. Wait, 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 this went from you and Chandler two, dressing like 70s people to me watching Medea for 36 hours? I don't know how many movies there are, so possibly. So oh here's gosh. what it is. For every $2,000 raised on one of the days, another Medea movie will be added to the queue, and Annie will have to watch It'll be unlocked. Right. The chronological, it's... It, 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 yeah, it's all of them. It's the whole Medea universe. So, uh, so when we did Trapped in the Cage, we live streamed not the films. We live streamed Jesse watching the films, and yeah. you all ch- like checked in on them for twenty four hours. You think you're gonna live stream me for thirty six hours? We have yes. not been friends and, long it's, enough. It's, it, Annie mm. will watch the entire MCU, and I don't mean the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. I'm talking about the Medea Cinematic Universe. It's well, there's it's nine movies. Can we have a podcast about the Medea Cinematic Universe too? There's nine. There's I nine Medea movies. So either it's an eighteen hour oh. you know challenge, or they all it doubles back again, and it's a thirty six hour challenge. You, okay, hey, here, you know what'd be funny oh. is if we if we tell somebody on like we we Cameron, we got to trick somebody and say, listen, one of the someone who's like really like likes you know like Marvel movies and say, hey, listen, <laughs> one of the rewards, one of the rewards is people get to live stream you watching the entire MCU and join you in this movie marathon. And when they are like, okay, I'm in, let's do it. Then we find, then we unveil that it's not the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's actually the Medea Cinematic Universe. <laughs> right. Here's be this. <laughs> Here's what if we once we figure out what the actual numbers are, right. if we unlock the entire Medea. A cinematic universe we have to call tyler perry oh sure we can get him on and that. we have to get yeah. tyler perry to talk to me about the fact that i spent a significant chunk of my life watching the entire so, so what you're MC. saying is you're in yep. you're in no 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 she no, 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 no yeah she's yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll, she's i gotta see, see this is what you should have done the, i gotta see some numbers here <laughs> this is when you start to night. brainstorm it and tack yeah. on ideas you've yeah. just owned the idea yeah, and this is doing one it. and like that's and just you, how hey, it goes. tell somebody one of your friends like hey listen i got dragged into this mcu marathon yeah and I gotta watch all the MCU movies, yeah. but don't tell them to start and like the movie starts playing and like this isn't Iron Man, this isn't you know right. like, no no it's yeah. the Medea it's it's the Medea yeah it's Medea one I can do so, Halloween and, and all by don't myself do it by yourself get somebody yeah. else well and, she'll and, I mean she won't do it by herself because she'll live tweet the whole thing and it'll be like live streamed obviously so yeah. like, she'll I would be say yes to anything there's so much math you haven't told me yet how many lives need to be changed <laughs> for you to do this one sacrifice. I show up accidentally salty on one episode, not even intentionally salty. I'm accidentally salty once and suddenly I've signed away two days of my life. I'm just saying how many lives need to be saved for you to inconvenience mm-hmm. yourself to watch Medea movies. A lot. Yeah, that's a whole lot. Well, good because yeah. they're well, it's good to know your heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's the sort of stuff of we're talking about. We need, we need, we need, you know, the tears. Yeah. We need the, the, the challenge. I we need, need the, the listeners details. to come but, up with a hey, lot better ideas. An MCU universe marathon is too funny not to do. It's no, too hey, we get Tyler Perry on at the end to kind of like, she can talk to him about it. Like, here's what I thought. You know, the ebbs and flows of the journey of Medea. I mean, she can talk deep cut with him. I mean, the creator of the thing. It's it'd be an amazing experience for her on 36 hours of no sleep. Okay. And I got to just tell you, Annie, you did a terrible job getting out of one of these stuff. <laughs> I haven't, I'm not in. I'm not in. Okay, <laughs> Annie, here's the order. <laughs> Here, 
Uh, we'll leave the animated one out of it. Okay. Medea's Tough Love, <laughs> oh. 2015's yeah. animated no, Medea. No, film. It doesn't count. And we'll leave the plays out of it. So we'll just go movies. The plays. In order, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Medea's Which I actually fan- love, to be okay. fair. That is an incredible that okay, so that's, a, that's a gimme for you. Yeah. That's two foot from the cup. Just tap it in. Medea's Family Reunion. <laughs> Meet the Browns. <laughs> Medea goes to jail. I can do bad all by myself. Medea's big happy family. Medea's witness protection program. Oh my god! A Medea Christmas. Mm. Boo! A Medea Halloween. Boo two! A Medea Halloween. So that's ten. So that's probably closer to twenty to twenty four hours. No, yeah, they're like it. hour forty five, two hours tops. So yeah, yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I think you're at eighteen twenty hours on that. I think yeah. you're thirty six hours to double back again. No, no, no. This is going to be a. This, these are money talks about how much people raise. Right. Okay. If I was to say yes to this at some point, what is the what have? is the cost to add a new movie into the rotation? Well, well, we need $100. to look at. We need to look at. <laughs> no. Well, Jesse, we need to look at number one. No. What day of the week? What cause is she wanting to rally around? Is it trafficking? Is it clean water? Is it refugees? Is it domestic hunger? How about, how about we is reveal the detail? We can reveal those next week. Yeah, we'll reveal we it next week. Sheesh. Then we were working with the organizations to figure out the tiers and the goals. So it's like. You know, yeah. X number of dollars, we know like $11,000 builds a complete well for a village. So that's one goal. And then there's two wells and there's three. I but will, like, what? how many dollars frees yeah. a child from trafficking? And I literally many- will not even consider this if there is not a graphic that has each movie unlocked with a tiny explosion and a gate opening. Right. Like, a, <laughs> yeah. like every so it's time a progressive we hit one. Thing. So we need an ad. Let me just that's a, game, that's, a, that's a deal yes. breaker to me. If there is no cool unlocking graphic i'm for sure there will be an unlocking graphic we will unlock all 10 movies i guarantee you you own all 10 we we will unlock all 10 we will acquire all 10 i I can't be sure of that i had to buy for jesse's trapped in the cage marathon i had to buy all the movies on like amazon prime and stuff they aren't all on itunes you know they're so i had to go like people voted it ruined my amazon recommendations (laughs) for a year for a year this is, I, yeah, we, we will we, acquire we, the movie. This is still, a, this is an ongoing conversation. Annie, this, this is not a This will go viral. This will go hard viral. If if there's the, 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 the MCU marathon that one woman is undertaking right now. It's so a minimum, it's, it's a world. minimum three on the virality spectrum. Minimum. <laughs> yeah, at maximum, it's going to hit a three. It's not even going to hit a three. <laughs> the MCU marathon. I like this it. This is, it's too good. Jesse it's too loves good it so much. It's what people can't see is how do. much you love this, and that makes me terrified. Just the pun is too funny. This you is know? this yeah. is the sort of stuff we're talking about, people. Hit us up on Twitter at Relevant Podcast or post your ideas on the podcast episode page for various members of the Relevant team and or yes, podcast cast me. or, you know, people who come on maybe like once a month from, you know, new locales. You know, I don't know. Like, no, 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 yes, no, 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 no for you sure it. you're not. No, I'm kidding. I'll, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to, I always feel weird because I always, okay. Let's so can we have a real no, insecurity sure. moment here? Can we be honest? Because you guys are going to all raise like a thousand million dollars, right? And then it's going to be like, Jeremy Courtney is going to be like, hey, thanks for raising $19 for me today. I really appreciate your effort. So, uh, but I'm in. I'll do whatever yeah, I mean, is actually Jesse, We don't even know what, what to expect, to be honest with you. Because when Jesse did like Trapped in the Cage, I think we raised about in the mid 30s uh, for Charity Water, yeah. built like three wells. And that was just the relevant podcast doing our own little side thing. Relevant never got behind it. I mean, the larger platform didn't really push it because it was Terrible. such a weird side thing, you know, and it didn't really, if you don't know our podcast and the inside jokes, it wouldn't have made sense. So like, 
this relevant is pushing. I mean, like we reach millions of people a month. So it's like, yeah, we're getting behind it. And we're trying to rally millions of our audience around these goals each day. I don't know what's possible. Are we talking 30,000 a day? Are we talking 50 or talking 100? I don't know. Are we talking five? I don't yeah, Eddie, know. That's, that's why I'm not concerned. I'm not trying to sell nothing here. I'm not trying to. I'm just sitting back and letting people unlock the Medea films as we go. Right. If I say yes to this. <laughs> You're in. I love it. You're, you're in. <laughs> Thanks, Annie. All right. So hit us up. There you go. This is going to be a fun one. <laughs> I can do viral all by myself. That's going to be your movie. <laughs> Sorry, it was it was a little late. Or, I wanted to get it before writing, we moved on. Keep going. Of viral. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna preach yeah. it first. That's all the better. Yeah, the talk on it was better. Yeah. The podcast was better. Um, okay, many thanks to this week's sponsor for making the episode possible. Remember, go to squarespacecom relevant for a free trial. When you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks also to Always for joining us. You can follow them on Twitter at all V's band, two V's. Hey, and the new issue of Relevant is out now. It's featuring Leon Bridges, and it's uh, about the last week or so before we flip over and start showing you the new, epi- the the new, new uh, issue, which is at the printer now. So go check out the Leon Bridges episode if you haven't seen it. There's a lot of great content in there. You can see it online at relevantmagazine.com. You can pick it up at newsstands, or you can subscribe. There's a great deal going on right now at the website. Got to tell you, one of the saddest parts of not being in studio is that I used to love before and after the show standing at the wall when the new magazine was printed out. And I've read like all the magazines for the last five years on the wall. And it makes me very sad. I have to read it with like all the, <laughs> as Annie would call them, all the normals. So, wow, 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 wow. Or you can come down and pick <laughs> up your own. I'm really miss it. Come down anytime. So now we're 15 Lord minutes away. <laughs> don't be weird don't be weird Cameron you're being weird I can feel there's it there's no tension just, I'm just saying just come down hey, at least come down when I'm down yeah I'm gonna end up getting pulled into some terrible thing I know what this means <laughs> yeah, no, yeah yeah for sure no I'm yeah, not coming down when you're there down the last week of August <laughs> nothing weird's gonna happen don't worry about it <laughs> that's right I might not be there that week because I might be dead in Oregon somewhere on the side of a road but you know it's a terrible joke that I'm concerned about yeah 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 ha 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 oh, <laughs> that's what I've been saying since February <laughs> uh, my untimely death <laughs> slowly and painfully left in a Awful. ditch alright mm-hmm. and then no, we'll wrap it up I'm Cameron Strang I'm Chandler Strang I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Eddie Goffoltz. And I'm Annie F. Downs. We'll see you on Friday when Aaron Nequist joins us. Don't miss it. Thank you for listening to The Relevant Podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. Check out other shows from the Relevant Podcast Network in the podcast section at relevantmagazine.com. And while you're there, browse exclusive podcast merchandise at our online store. Make sure to subscribe to Relevant Magazine. Info is available at relevantmagazine.com forward slash subscribe. Hello, Batman. I'm just going for a run. 
Relevant Podcast Network.